Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Pixel Refresh Podcast. My name is Marco Rodriguez, and I'm joined, as ever, by my handsome co-host, Mario Amaral. What's up, buddy? What's up, bro? How you been, man? I've uh, been okay. Been good? You sound a little, uh, I don't know, tired. Uh, it's probably because I literally just woke up from like a 30-minute nap. You took a 30-minute nap? Damn, bro. Well, I sent you a message, and then you didn't get back to me, so I was like sitting Yeah, there. I know. I was I was watching a show I really got into on Netflix. That's unacceptable, by the way. Yeah, I know. Life's so whenever I text you about a podcast, you better be ready. I just I don't know. I don't know what happened there. For for some reason I didn't even get the message and then I went to go check my phone now and I'm like, What the hell? This guy messaged me at like three twenty, like an hour ago. God damn. Why didn't you call? What? Should have called. Because I don't know what you're doing today. I don't want to bother you. Wanna... Sure you did. So I sent you a message about the podcast, and if I heard back from you, I heard back from you. All right, all right. Well, here we are now. It's uh, it's our sixth episode. Is it our sixth episode? Would you count it as like uh, from episode zero, I guess, being number one? Uh, well, it's technically our seventh full episode. But oh, okay. So it is our sixth episode. It's our seventh okay. recorded episode, but it's our sixth episode chronologically. I get what you're Makes sense. Uh, I, like I don't consider that first episode an episode because it was, it was really uh, like episode zero is is. While it was like okay, like it had no structure, it was like a real good proof of concept to see if we were able to do what we did. So one through five have structure. Yeah, I would say I think one <laughs> through five does have have more structure. It's got more, more structure. structure. Yeah, I, th- I think more I think structure. we've done a couple of things. We've done things where like we added a ton of structure and it kind of changed how we do this. Like it, it changed how we sound. Some of the feedback we got was like we sound very robotic or that we weren't being ourselves. Right. And then I think over time, me and you have like slowly taking away some of the structure, even though like ahead of time for those who are listening. Like, we know what we're going to talk about. Um, mostly. Mostly we know what we're going to talk about. Yeah, there are some times in the, in the you know, past couple episodes where, you know, we may be not as prepared to talk about certain things. But but uh, I think for the most part, this there is structure behind the scenes for you and I. But, like, we would rather have this be a a natural conversation. Right. And it's a learning, it's a learning process, right? Like, it's not like we've been practicing this for years. We've done any, we haven't done anything when it comes to like, you know, anything close to radio, podcast, voice, you know, situations here. We haven't done anything like that. So, well, I mean, we're learning off listening to other people. You you maybe, but I, oh, you have. Yeah. I haven't done anything. Like I, I'm used to making like YouTube videos and talking into a microphone so this That's is right. You actually, this is you like do, a you do brand new thing for you. And yeah, so, definitely, totally brand new for me. Uh, but like from my perspective, you like take into it very well. Like you, uh, you know, for someone who's not really done this before, and you know, even with the changes that we added, like you getting a new microphone, I think yeah, we, that definitely helped too. That microphone situation was really bad. Yeah, I, I think you're. It's your. Um, this product is very conducive to how me and you already talk to each other. And so it ends up, it ends up just working because generally other than, you know, us recording this now, we used to talk on the phone all the time saying pretty much all the same stuff what we say. Which is the experience we're trying to capture here, right? It's like our conversations on the phone and letting someone else listen in on these conversations, which is what some people wanted to do. Yeah. And we thought, you know, you came up with the idea, let, let's do a podcast. And I said, sure, you know, let's let's do this. You know what? I'm enjoying it. I'm not going to lie. I listen to our podcasts probably way too many times. You, you I must be factuated. <laughs> I, oh, for sure. You probably don't even listen to the full episode, do you? Uh, well, the thing though is like at the end of the day, I edit them, right? So I hear everything we say over and over and over and over and over and over again. So I'm less likely to listen to the final product more than, you know, me just skimming through it quickly making sure I didn't miss anything that I wanted to delete. Like, 
you know, I go in and I take out certain mouth sounds or if I go and cough, I have to find and, you know, take that out. If you cough, I take that out. Sometimes yeah, you're we, doing the dirty work, the work I don't think I'd have the patience for. It's, sure. I mean, it's ultimately it's not that hard, but there are some times where like me and you will will go on for way too long about something and I need to find a natural way to shorten it to, you know, you know, half of that or a quarter of that or whatever. And then there are times where I just delete like a good example is look behind the scenes, guys. Last week we talked a very tiny, tiny bit about Fortnite. It's not even in that episode. Because I was, realized that it was so brief and ins- inconsequential to the overall conversation that I felt it didn't even need to be in the podcast. Uh, so I deleted it because um, the podcast last week was already running really long. It was an hour and a half. Um, and so I just I got rid of it. But uh, yeah, makes sense. It wasn't anything important anyways. So what else is new, man? Let's uh let's talk about what's happening right now with both of us. What's happening with you? I know you're going on a on a vacation with the wife very soon. Yeah, so the plan I didn't I told you today, but I, I was planning for this episode to be like a part one of two because I'll be going on vacation next week. Um I'm going to Mexico. I'll dive deeper into that in just a second. But uh yeah, I wanted to just do an extra long episode where me and you have a nice conversation that I can cut down into two episodes that we can release over the next two weeks. So um, everyone can stay tuned to, to that. Uh, back to Mexico. I'm going to Mexico with my wife. Uh, me and Sam nice. are going to a place called, uh, I'm probably going to pronounce this wrong, but it's Excaret. Um That they, definitely sounds wrong. <laughs> they are... Um, they're a hotel known for their like nature parks. So they have these five nature parks that they run. And oh, more cool. recently, they've created a hotel to go alongside those nature parks. The benefit to staying at the hotel is that the nature parks are included in your stay. So I did uh, see some photos. I think uh, Sam put them up, if I'm not wrong, maybe on Instagram or something. Probably I did I see I did see some photos and it and it looks like gorgeous. It definitely definitely looks like you're gonna you know enjoy yourself. It doesn't look like your average resort. Yeah, like resorts are usually very nice, especially if you know you're paying top dollar. But this, like you said, it looks very nature based. Yeah, like she at one point said, it's like it's Indiana Jones meets like you know a resort because like a lot of the resort looks like. You know, like they found a way to put a resort in the middle of the, you know, Mexican jungle. Yeah, that's what it looks like. And <laughs> and not disrupt like the actual nature part of it, you know. Well, the awesome part I think about that is, you know, one of the main things is when you go on vacation, you try to get out as much as you can. But if the resort, you know, has all these crazy nature parks, well, you've got a lot to do. For your, yeah. uh, what are you going for, a week or two? We're going for seven days, yeah. So seven days, okay, so a week, let's say. Yeah, you definitely won't get bored because you got all these different nature parks around Yeah. included in your stay, and yeah, that's awesome. Well, that, I think that that's a great idea. That was one of the idea. reasons why we chose the place is because previously we had gone on uh, vacations to, like, Cuba, and uh, we're, we're not, like, big... We're big tourism type people when it comes to traveling and we're not very, it's hard for us to sit on a beach for a week and do nothing, you know, like a lot of people like that. They can go somewhere and just relax for an entire week, eat, swim, but like we feel like we would get antsy just sitting there. So um, we decided to find a place that would allow us to do activities and do cool things we've never done before, like zip lining and, you know, cave oh, that's diving cool. and shit like that so and do you when you go to these resorts like even when we're talking about cuba here do you watch like their night shows um when i was in cuba no not really like um the place that we went to in cuba like had night shows but like they're they're you know, like they're more for an older audience in my opinion i wouldn't say that though i went with uh I, Amanda in the place for that our i went to i'm saying okay well you know what? I think if you look at it as a being for like uh, older people, it's because the younger generation is usually just getting drunk or going out into the city 
and getting drunk. Yeah. And, you know, maybe exploring uh, Havana. And then all the older people are staying behind and watching these shows. But that's not the shit. That's not to say the shows aren't entertaining because I watch them and they have like impersonations and a lot of dance, uh, you know, dance that, numbers like and saying, everything. That could be a, a, the, the resort you specifically went to, right? Uh, the one that we, we went to didn't really have any like impersonators or anything like that. It was just like some local band or music, which is fine, but like, oh, okay. I don't, I don't want to spend my evening listening to, you know, salsa or merengue or something. Oh, I like get that. you for sure. No, no. Actually, the one I went to was actually really good. We watched all the shows cause the shows are like, I guess it's like seven days and then it repeats, which makes sense. Right. And most yeah. people stay seven days. And uh, I didn't mind. I actually really enjoyed it. We went there every night. They had like the, the place I went to in Cuba had a little um, a little nightclub within the resort as well. Yeah. So that was pretty cool too. Um, didn't, did you didn't go end to, up going did to Did you that, go to an adults only? Where? Sorry? Like an adults only resort? No. No, I did not okay. go to an adult. Because I know no. some people who'd end up going to like adult only resorts and they, I they went rant to, and rave about how great they are. So th- I heard that as well. They're usually a lot more expensive. Yeah. And... Um, they're usually big brands, like big brand names who do them, like big resort names. And uh, yeah. no, we didn't. We went to Ko Coco, something Flamingo, and it, and I actually really enjoyed it. I think yeah. it's like a four star or four and a half star. It was actually really good. I did go to Playa de Oro, which was in Cuba. I think that was in Veradero. Okay. And that one, I won't be going there ever again. Yeah. That was like a really affordable place to go and i didn't like it not say it probably it was the off season so maybe that's why it wasn't so great seemed like most of the stuff were closed down yeah and uh when i went to you know the uh, flamingo one in ko coco that was more like on season right where they're really busy and i guess everything's open the shows are fully and then veradero because it was off the off season there was really no night shows Certain yeah. bars closed really early, and it it wasn't that great to the be place, honest. The place the place we went when we went to compute to Cuba was in uh, was in Veradero. Yeah, so like right. again, like I was saying, like the the vibe seemed to be like, mind you, it was a beautiful place. We had a great time, um, but like, uh, there's only like I was saying, there's only so much swimming and eating you can do. You know, one of the the things we were excited about when we went there was like, oh, there's all these cool activities you could do. Like, oh, you could go like, like parasailing and stuff that was all included in the resort. But none of that stuff was available. I guess it was an off season or something. Right. So we just couldn't do And I think that's what happens. It. And then like, they, oh. they don't get me wrong. Like during the day, they had like parties at one of the pools and they would like do all this like cool stuff. But like besides that, like there wasn't anything exciting to do so there was one time uh during our stay where we took the opportunity to go on a tour to havana and then back but but besides besides those things like the place we stayed at wasn't i wouldn't say as uh action-packed as somebody would wish right right when i went to veradero actually we ended up spending most of the time out of the resort rented a scooter like every day and went out to all the, you know, like Al Capone's old place, which they turned into a restaurant. Yeah. We went into the bat caves uh, where you see all these crazy caves and everything. We went out to a lot of like small little uh, restaurants where people do them within their homes. Yeah. The food was great. Um, Yeah. We just traveled a lot. Like I'd rent a scooter like every day and go out. But then again, I did go with like two other friends, a couple. And uh, that's why I think I also did a lot of that stuff. I don't think I would just do it me. And my wife, just because, I don't know. It, it it seems like a really friendly place, but you don't know, right? Yeah, exactly. And also, like, but, four people is better than two when you're, you know, doing activities. Because, like, right. you know, somebody can't single you out, you know. And that's what we should do one day. That's what we should do. We should go as on a couple's, you know, vacation. I know we've talked about it before, but we definitely have to do it. Yeah, no, definitely. And it sounds, sounds like a fun idea. We've We've talked about it in the past. It's just getting aligned you know right picking a place and making sure everybody can you know save the money for it and all that stuff so i think it's a lot of scheduling like so you know life is unpredictable and you're kind of like trying to plan something ahead of time and you know life shoots you or throws you a curveball and all of a sudden your plans are not working out and 
I think that's oh, yeah. the hardest part yeah, is trying to work it you out. Know, you never know. You could be saving for this trip and then suddenly something comes up and you have to use that money for something more right. important, right? So, exactly. So um, when are you leaving? I leave on Monday. Don't you ask leave me on when. So tomorrow no or what? next Monday? Sorry? You leave this tomorrow, tomorrow or yeah, next literally tomorrow. tomorrow? You leave tomorrow. Yeah. Wow, man. <laughs> I honestly did not expect you to leave that uh, that yeah. soon. You know, you leave tomorrow. Wow, I'm gonna miss you, man. I live. T- I leave tomorrow, and I'm back the following Monday. Awesome. Happy you're gonna miss me too. Yeah, I miss you. I'm gonna. I miss <laughs> you. It's gonna suck. No, I'm, no, have I'm fun, used to man. doing this every week with you, at least once a week. So. Well, not, if the not if internet this. connections were well enough, if they were good enough in Cuba. We yeah, could. I'm oh, you're going to Mexico. I'm going to play my mixer and this <laughs> microphone. No, no, it wouldn't be high quality. I'm here from podcast. sunny Mexico. How's it going? <laughs> well, you know what? Next week, actually, the weather here is not supposed to be bad. I think Tuesday is like 23 degrees. Yeah, the weather's been great here lately. Today, it's right. amazing. I w- went out today to see my mom, and like, man. I, I really enjoyed the walk to and from her house because it was really nice. It's taken, a, it's taken a turn for the Considering better. Considering, like, what is it, two weeks ago we had a snowstorm? A freezing rainstorm. Freezing I mean, accidents rain everywhere. In the of April. <laughs> right. It's ridiculous. Well, you know, April brings, you know, instead April, of spring showers, a, you get not, you yeah, get frozen rain April showers. April showers bring May flowers. <laughs> it's April extreme weather rainstorms, ice storms, and snow bring may sunshine there you go <laughs> we skip the we skip the showers it's just there you go weather. straight let's just go from spring to winter and back to summer so um so what have uh what have you watched anything lately what have you been uh up to i've actually been watching i've watched quite a few things lately i'm trying to remember what i did watch pacific rim too oh, okay i started that i haven't finished it did How you, you start like it? it so you didn't finish i I enjoyed it. I'm not going to, um, I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence. It wasn't Pacific Rim 1. So far from what I watched, I don't think it's as bad as everybody makes it out to be. No, definitely not. There's a a good amount of action in it. The, everything is done well and the story's not bad either. It's, it's kind of like, as good as the first one. I don't think so. No, no, it's not. It's definitely not as good as the first one. But I feel I think like it was it's mostly not, like it's the also story. not a numbered sequel. It's not Pacific Rim Two. It's Pacific Rim Uprising. It isn't Pacific Rim Two, but it is in storyline, right? It is yeah, based it on does, the future it does and their take kids place after the first one, ten years right. specifically. But but I thought it was a it was a good movie. It was fine, you know. Yeah. It was a uh, there's some like weird parts in it, you know. I don't I don't really want to ruin it for anybody, so. Yeah, I really but, um, ruined the plot for myself, so I know yeah. what's supposed to happen before it happens. So I don't, I don't want to ruin it, but you know what? I, w- I wouldn't say it's an awful movie. I'd watch it. Would I have gone to theaters for it? No. Yeah, same. I'm kind of glad I'm watching it now and not gone to the theaters to see it. Even I also I was like, I talked to you, I was gung-ho to see it in theaters. Yeah, so was I. I was ready to see in theaters, but I'm happy I didn't. Uh, then again, I'm not saying it's an awful movie. I, I enjoyed it. Then again, I have very low standards when it comes to movies. I like almost every single movie out there that this I watch. Will watch own... a B movie. I'm yeah. Just, wow. <laughs> I'm impressed. But I, I did start watching a show on Netflix. I was actually watching it. That's why I didn't get your call or your, your message. I've been watching Lost in Space. Oh, I've heard things. Is it good? Right. I enjoy it. Uh, actually, me and the wife enjoy it. It's enjoy like a, it very much. It's a remake, is it not? It's a remake. I never watched the original. I did look at some like screenshots. I know they changed like even like the gender of some characters. Okay. Um, but the here's the one thing I don't like about the show. I'm gonna be completely honest. I enjoy the show very much. I'm excited to go watch some more episodes after we're done with this. Yeah. With my wife, I don't like the robot. There's a robot in the show. There was a robot in the original show, and there's a robot in this show. That's as much as I can tell you. Okay. Um, what is, what is the watched, plot? What What are we talking here? What's What happens in the show? What's So the show takes place in them basically going from Earth to... Um, I forgot what the planet is that they're going in, but they're all in like these different spaceships called Jupiter. It'll be like Jupiter 1 through 20-something or whatever, right? Yeah. And there's this big station... The station, something happens in the station. It goes down. They crash into this, like, planet they don't know. Well, the, you're following this 
this certain family, this right? The family. Um, yeah, right. The the Robin uh, Robinsons. Okay. So you're 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 following them, and um, there's other spaceships. They meet other people, other survivors that made it. You find out that this robot. See, I don't know if I want to. I don't know if anyone's never watched the original. I might be spoiling some things for them, right? Okay, so spoiler alert if you haven't watched the original or you don't know the story. You can tell me what the plot is without spoiling it. Like, what is the the, premise? What is supposed to be happening? You don't have to tell us the details of in between there, but. Okay, so they get the basically they're there now, they're trying to figure out how to get to where their original destination was. Of course, there's so many like you know things turmoil in between right there's so so many things that happen but the one thing is like they they he the younger son yeah of the of the family the robinsons they he gets he gets lost because he goes out with his dad to do something to help his sister or whatever yada yada yeah he gets lost he finds this robot who's trying to kill him he helps this robot and this robot becomes basically like his sidekick like his protector his okay. guardian you find out later that this is the robot, the AI, the artificial intelligence that took down the ship. Uh, yeah. So, but this, this robot's like been like reprogrammed. It's artificial intelligence, not like a robot. I don't know if like a, a different like species made them or they're just like an intelligent, uh, like species of their own. Like, yeah, if that makes any sense, right. Kind of like uh transformers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's really cool. That's all really cool. The story so far is really cool. Like I'm enjoying it. The one thing I don't like is, you see the robot in the beginning, and he's mostly CGI. He's like in, um, I would call it like battle mode, right? So he's okay. got like a bunch of legs and whatever this and that. He's chopped in half. The kid's got a. The kid helps him. He tries to kill the kid initially, and then he goes into like more like a humanoid mode, right? Like he looks more like a human. Yeah. But in my opinion, you could tell this is a man in a suit, and I hate it. I just hate it. That's what ruins it for me the most. It's like you can tell it's some guy in a suit. The arms are super long so that they can stick the normal human hands in there and control controls on the hands. It's it's really tall, but then like the middle is slender because it's a human. It's like I don't know how to tell you. If you go look this yeah, up, like I'm, I'm looking it up right now. I can see he, it looks, it looks awkward. like it does. It just looks like I think if they just done like CGI or like partial. It yeah. would have been so much better. The rest of the show is fine. It's just the robot to me looks like a guy in a suit and I kind of hate it. I hate just the way they did the robot. That's it. The face is cool. Like the whole, you know, glowing bulb with. Yeah, yeah. He looks pretty different. Dope. Like he looks dope, but you have to see him move around and everything. And you're just like, why? They've spent so much money to make this show look really good. They could have made this robot look better. That's a personal opinion. Yeah. But that's the one thing I hate about the show is the way but this it's robot. it's also something that they can take from feedback off of season one and change it, right? Like, Definitely. But yeah, so the show, I would definitely, I, I would recommend it. I like it. I think you'll like it. I've never watched the original, so I'm pretty sure there's a lot of fans out there like, oh my God, the original was awesome. I can't, wa- I can't wait to watch the remake or maybe they're going to ruin it in the remake yeah. or whatever it is. I personally enjoy it. That's what, that's what I've watched yeah, lately. Yeah, I'll have to check this out because I haven't. I've heard a lot of things, you know, a lot of the different news outlets have been talking about Lost in Space because it's a Netflix jam, but but yeah, I haven't really checked it out. That's pretty cool. I've um, watched some other movies lately. I can't remember right now off the top of my head. I know I've watched other movies, though. Yeah. You know me. I'm like a movie buff. That's kind of like what I do on the weekend with the wife, right? Yeah. It's like yeah. either we're out or then we come home later on. We're like, let's let's watch a movie. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been watching a few things myself. I also went to see Infinity War. No, you didn't. Yeah. When did you, how did you get a ticket? I've been trying to get a ticket in the seat, and it's like I if I want to go watch this, like a month ago. That's how I got it. That ticket. makes sense. If I wanted to go watch it with the wife this weekend, we yeah. would have have we would have to sit apart. Yeah. <laughs> like I would be in aisle one, she'd be in aisle like ten. Yeah. And we'd be totally apart because there are no seats next to each yeah, other. Unless it's crazy. Right. Unless we get there and we go to like a unreserved movie. So you just buy the ticket and you hope you get there early enough in line. Yeah. Which I'm pretty sure there's huge lines. But let me just ask you. So before you, you give me your like opinion on this, I've heard it's amazing. I've heard like this is what I've heard so far. Okay. It's great. It's awesome. There's good humor. There's good action. 
they you know they hit the nail on it they they did a great job it just wasn't long enough it just wasn't long enough really yeah yeah Man. some people said it just wasn't long enough so what's but it's give me it, your so review here maybe because the perspective from those people is that it's they don't realize it's a one of two oh okay so this like, is like a one this of is two. the All first right. part of a full thing like this these next two avengers movies are supposed to tie directly into each other um and so maybe my whole thing why, is like but this movie is really long it's over two and a half hours it's a very oh, okay. long movie my whole thing about this long, movie which is great my whole thing about this movie is they've been like coming to this point for so long yeah like you know uh, you know uh, thanos right they've mm-hmm. been talking about him for so long and they've been hyping him up for so long that's like it's either this movie's gonna be great <laughs> or they've overhyped it way too much so this is what I need it's, your opinion on. It's not okay. So from my perspective, it's not been overhyped. It's exactly what you expect from a movie of this grandeur, with all these different characters, with uh, you know a storyline villain as big as Thanos. Um, it's great. It's a it's a really good movie. Um, so you enjoyed it. Two thumbs up. Yeah. Dude, two thumbs up, definitely. It's it was it was great. I watched it in the evening, so we left the theater at like almost one thirty. It was crazy. Wow. Um, Wait, would you watch it VIP? Sorry, I have to ask. I watched it in IMAX. I IMAX. Okay. I watched it in IMAX. Funny anecdote about watching it in IMAX. We we got to the place, and the guy is like ripping the tickets, and he's telling you know, everyone you can line up behind me, and there's three D glasses over here. We get into the theater and we go through all the like, uh, you know, the the commercials and all the trailers. And then me and Sam have this moment where like no one else has glasses except like a few people have come in here and nothing so far has been in 3D. <laughs> this guy was giving out glasses for nothing. This movie wasn't in this 3D. This movie wasn't in 3D. Yeah. <laughs> it was giving out for nothing. So we just like toss them under our chair. Um yeah, it was so funny. We like look. Around, I actually like, prefer wow, to like, watch a movie not in 3D. Well, it's funny. I sat down. I was. I turned to Sam. I'm like, wow. It's. I'm kind of disappointed. And she's like, why? I'm like, cause, cause the movie's in 3D. <laughs> cause the movie's yeah, in 3D. Yeah, I don't like 3D. I'd, I'd man. rather watch it in not 3D. Um. And then like that subsided immediately once we realized that like it's not a 3D movie and that guy just messed up. That's um, awesome. Yeah, I hate. I, I wear glasses myself. I hate wearing the 3D glasses over. I feel like it gives me a headache after a little bit, especially yeah. when you're going for such a long movie. And I, I just, I hate it. Honestly, like I, I, I hate would, watching 3D. I would like, so I do want to see the movie again, and I'll and I'll probably, if I have the opportunity, watch it in 3D. Uh, but you know, that's because I'm choosing to see it again in 3D, not because, you know. I don't like when movies like basically only come out in 3D and like that's your only option. Yeah. It's like so 3D let me ask is you not a question. the best for everything. Yeah, what's up? And I can look this up myself, but I'm just wondering if you know. Do you know if this movie Spoiler alert, on 40X? everyone dies. Everyone no, dies. Kidding, there you go. I'm just kidding. Do you know if this is out on 40X? I don't know. That's a good question. That's a really. I, good I question. would watch that in 4DX for sure because it seems I would like watch such it an in action 40X pack too. Because we watched Ghost in the Shell in 4DX and that was dope as fuck. Yeah, I'm uh, actually gonna look up 4DX now. Go ahead and talk about the but, movie. But yeah, the movie was great. It was really well paced. All the characters were really good. Um, it was funny when it needed to be. Um, you know, so the humor was proper. Like, yeah, it was, the it humor didn't... was great, right? Like all the characters who needed to be funny were funny. Um, you know, just a lot of uh, you know, there's a lot of you know highs. There's a lot of low moments. Um, you know, there's a lot of like funny stuff that is already in the trailer. That's even more funny when you watch it and on screen. Oh yeah, um, like one of the trailers has a scene where um. They find Thor floating through space, and so they're like the Guardians of the Galaxy pull him into the ship, and he's laying on like their little bench thing. And uh, you know Peter Quill, who's Star Lord, he's like, uh, he's like, wow, like what was this guy doing out there? How did he survive? And uh, Drax, which is played by Dave Bautista, um, 
turns around he's like he's like he's like an angel and he's like he's like an angel i've never seen someone so like <laughs> chiseled and and muscular uh, he's like a muscular angel and the guy's like no man this guy's just a human like he's like no he can't be a human he's just so he's so attractive he's so nice and Dra- drax is like this overly serious character so it comes off super funny you know it's uh, it's not yeah. funny when i say it but um and there's a couple of like really, like just really standout funny moments in that movie. Like there's a lot of funny moments, but there's some of the moments out of those funny moments that are way more funny in context than others. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's, it's really funny. It's action packed. You get some really cool CG stuff, you know, like uh, Iron Man's new suit is really cool. You get to see. Oh, he's got a new suit. Yeah, you get to see like uh, the Iron Spider, which they've kind of been talking about doing for a while now, which was teased at the end of like Spider-Man: Homecoming, um, and he's in all the trailers. If you've seen the trailers, um, yeah, it like. But overall, like I I can't complain. Like that movie was pretty good, hands down. Um, nice. And then, like, then again, I can't really, I don't want to ruin it for anybody. So my recommendation is just go watch it. But everybody who I've watched, who's watched it and I've talked to so far, like the general consensus across the board is that like, this is like a really well-paced, really funny, really action-packed movie. Uh, You not only feel for the characters you already know, but they, they give you enough backstory on Thanos himself that you actually feel for him. And he's one of those... You know, he's one of those bad guys who doesn't think the thing that he's doing is bad. You know what I mean? Like, it's hard to say more without ruining the story, but he's a character. There's a purpose between. Yeah, he has a very, like, serious purpose to the reason he's doing what he's doing. And they give you a good couple of opportunities to sympathize with him as a character, sympathize with him as a father, because as you know, uh, Gamora from and and uh, Nebula from the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. There are they are his children, right? Um, so they they give you a, like a bunch of like really great opportunities to sympathize with them. And the one impressive thing that I want to say about the movie is that for a character like Thanos being entirely pretty much CG, they've done a really good job of making him look real when they do close ups. Um, nice. So when they like do close-ups, it it looks like a guy who has purple skin, and not a guy who's like wearing makeup or or is entirely made of CG. They've done a really great job of making him look real. Um, yes, because the the actor who plays him, or at least does the voice, is the same actor in Deadpool who plays yeah, who plays um, Cable. Yes, exactly. Cable. And, Which and, it's in the same universe, so I wonder if I don't. I don't know if they'll ever the make. No, it's, it's not. not. In the same okay. Um, you know, I've co- you'll know to more a about this. People. You're more into the comics than I am. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're both they're both Marvel properties, but because for the longest time that Fox owned all of X Men, uh, they, in all technicality, don't take place in the same universe. Um, eventually they will, I think, I think you'll see, you know, a future where we have, you know, crossovers where, you know, all those X-Men are in Marvel movies and so on and so forth. But as of right now, they don't take place in the same universe. You know Um, what, the way you're telling me about Thanos, how they give him a a good background story and make you feel sympathetic for him. I like when they do that, right? Instead of just turning someone to a straight up villain. Yeah. And it's just like 100% hate. I've actually watched another recent movie where they did that. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> but I do remember watching a movie where I was like, I don't really think he's a villain. I just think this is what he thinks is right. Yeah. And uh, therefore, you know, how can you say he's a villain? It's it's like you having, you know, a certain belief in what you think is right. And then someone calling you a villain for it. Get back on that 4DX. So it looks like it's just a, a Rampage, which is another movie we wanted to talk about, actually. Yeah, Rampage, seems, dude. Holy right, so it seems like movie. Rampage is the only one right now, at least in the, the G- GTA giving on 4DX, which I'm assuming would be an awesome experience because there's so many explosions and yeah, everything. Yeah, and all the destruction. Right, and so. Like, holy crap, like that would be amazing sure. in 4DX. 
So what we're about to say about Rampage is probably not going to be the case after <laughs> Avengers just came out, but uh, you still got to give it props. Oh, uh, yeah. Pops. Avengers already beat Black Panther's day one sales. So, And like, Rampage. Let's talk about Rampage, yeah. though. Rampage, Rampage made is world actually records. making a ton of money overseas. And it's like supposedly right now, or when we started, when we wrote this down, it was number one worldwide, pulling two hundred and eighty-three million in sales. So, and we're talking about for a lot of people who probably never even knew it was a video game. Yeah. Um. For you know, for this a, is for something with no brand equity. This movie, it's impressive that it's making this amount of money. Right. You could have just like, and you've said this to me before. You could have just called it like. The Rock and, and a huge and gorilla, three giant creatures, yeah, <laughs> and three. The and, and, Rock versus yeah, right? three giant creatures, and this, you know, this probably would have made the same amount of money. Yeah, yeah no, but um, I'm actually interested in watching that as well, just because. Which is, it's you know, really funny because <laughs> one of our podcasts, I mentioned this movie being a movie I'd like to see. And you turn to me and you're like, really? Why Why would you want to see that movie? And I'm like, because it's like, it's going to be a good, bad rock movie. And now you're right. like, everybody's like, holy shit, we got to see this movie. I do remember us having that conversation. I still kind of feel that way as in like the the premise of the movie seems pretty like whatever. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I'll watch this on it's DVD. Just... But now it's like, okay. This has got like a lot of hype. I want to see what the hype is about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm interested, but definitely 4DX, you know, I wouldn't mind doing that just because like we watched, like you said, Ghost in the Shell and that was action, but nothing like Rampage yeah. is most likely going to be. You're going to get like tossed around in the seat, wind blown, you know, too bad there isn't like glass in your face and stuff, but I guess I, that would I hurt. I really liked when we watched uh, Ghost in the Shell in 40X. Ghost I in the Shell, like, I really enjoyed the movie, I period. I think even though it was like more of a like subtle, the the movements and like the use of 40X, I still think like it enhanced the the watching experience for me. You know, It enhanced it so much that I don't know if you remember this, but when we went in... <laughs> yeah. I kept on looking behind me because I was like, who the hell is kicking my seat? Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. And and the whole thing was that like 40 we the last is not... seats at the top. So there was no right. Behind no, us. no, no. There was people behind us, but was the there? gap in between seats are so, oh, yeah, it's so, big, so yeah. distant, right? It's so big. And uh, I was like, who the hell is kicking me? And what it is, is uh, if you've never experienced 40 X, but you've experienced D box, D box is kind of like the whole seat just rumbles. Yeah. And 40 X is like, there's different, um, like if you get a if if you get punched or kicked or whatever in the movie, you're getting a jab in the back, and it yeah. feels like someone just kicked your seat. So I was like, "Who the hell is kicking my <laughs> seat right now?" And the whole time it was the movie, and I just started laughing to myself. I was like, "I don't believe I just thought somebody." They're so far away; they couldn't reach me if they wanted to. But the experience is amazing, especially like it the is. scenes were like they'd be like you know panning through a city, you know the right. cityscape. And your seats are just following the camera's motion and the wind's hitting your face like you're literally, you know, flying above the city. Is that, no, it's 40X really cool. was an awesome experience. So when I like yeah. watched and it again on like iTunes when I finally got it on iTunes, I like, I like, I'm enjoying this, but there's something about this experience that I'm not, that I'm not getting that I remember right. having <laughs> so much fun with. And it's, it's the 40X. But so. I think there's one thing you missed the most, and that's the hookah smell. Yeah. Because it didn't matter if there was fire, if there was smoke, if someone farted in the movie, yep. you smelled hookah. Yeah. It was all <laughs> that's like the one, thing. one musky sweet smell for everything. Yeah. A grenade for everything. Off, same smell. Yeah, I everything. think that's hopefully something they've worked on, maybe. I don't know. That was probably it's the hard. only annoying thing. It's hard thing. to do scents because people are allergic to scents, right? Like, You're right. I never thought about that. Yeah, a lot of people are allergic to a lot of different things when it comes to scents, right? So that's like. Have you ever taken me. Sam? To 40x. Right. No. There me hasn't either. been I've a never movie, taken Amanda. There hasn't been a movie that like has been in 40x that is conducive to us watching. Like, well, we should just take it for the experience. She and I would enjoy watching. Right. I know if Manda's want, wanted to go and try 40X, it's just like you said, there isn't that one movie where we could be like, 
we both want to watch it and 40x makes sense yeah whereas me or if it's me, even you, available it on me, 40x you and ben who watched uh right ghost in the shell in 40x so that was awesome though totally enjoyed it totally yeah, it we'll do really it again fun. But yeah, sorry. Going back to Rampage, yeah, this this movie's pulling in a lot of money for uh, for a movie with no brand equity. It's really impressive. So I th- I think like I definitely want to see it more now than ever. But uh, I'll be a hundred percent honest. If there was anybody out there making uh money on a movie or just like just just making something that's nothing, let's say it's not that it's nothing because this was an awesome game back in the day. Yeah. But let's say really not that many people know about it and then making it a great movie it'd have to be the rock yeah that <laughs> you know what i mean the rock is just an awesome dude man. for fuck's yeah. sake everybody was shitting on jumanji jumanji whatever the fuck you guys want to call it i get made fun of the way i say jumanji all the time jumanji um, um and and like Dude, that was a great movie. Everybody was talking shit. This is going to be a bad movie. Oh, my God. Why would they do this? I have such fond memories of the original. I can't believe they're doing a remake. And then I watched that movie. I'm like, this movie is the bomb diggity. Like, this is a great movie. It was. It was hilarious. It was done tastefully with yeah. like a new gener- a new look on it from a new generation. But it was like an entirely think- different story, which was great. It was. I think I think most people what it was is with like Robbie Williams, not Robin Williams passing away. Yeah. Uh maybe redoing uh, you know, Jumanji hit a soft spot for a lot of people, right? Because it's like but that's yeah, Robin I that's get that, Robin but I, Williams. For me right? it's like everybody to uh, each generation second. there's go ahead. Robbie Williams, Robin Williams, right? Ro- it's Robin Williams. <laughs> well I, I apologize for that. Robin Williams. Yeah. Go but ahead, like go each, ahead. I didn't I didn't want to say that wrong. Each generation has their own, you know, you know, Jumanji movie, right? Like that that movie that they really liked as a kid. You know, I really enjoyed the original, but I also can see when I saw the first trailer of this new one, that's not even close to the same story. So and and other people's arguments, well then if it's not close to the original story then give it a different name. You don't have to call it Jumanji. And I'm like, okay, well, that's, you know, that's like, you know, having, uh, you know, three turtles who are, who've learned karate, you know, they're karate turtles, right? And you're not going to call them like Ninja Turtles. You know what I mean? Like just because they look different, you know, or that the plot is not the same as the original plot of the original Ninja Turtles. Like that's so dumb. Like, like, give the movie a chance before you actually, you know, discredit it. If you watch it and then you say it's bad, go for it. You have your opinion. But Whenever don't immediately movie... go after a movie cutthroat because of one thing when you haven't even seen it. It's kind of like, and you know this, I'm a big fan of RoboCop. And I was totally hyped for the remake of RoboCop. And there's a lot of people out there that, you know, like you said... It has to stand up to the original. It has to do this. It has to do that. Listen, this is someone else's vision of what RoboCop should be. Yeah. And with today's, you know, knowledge of the technology and, it was and what we expect. By the way, I loved it. I kind of really hope. I don't think they will, but I really hope they make a second one. Um, it's just like that. I new, really enjoyed Judge, RoboCop. Judge Dredd movie was also badass, but that's besides the point. There's a lot of good remake out, uh, good remake uh, remakes out there, but there's just people who, you know, if something changes, they don't like it. Yeah, that's just the way it is. If there's change, they don't like it. Anyways, I think we've talked about movies long enough. Yeah. So, um, so I wanted to. Uh, I told you this recently. I've been listening to the uh, or catching up on podcasts. So I've been listening to the Power Cycle podcast. Right, and, I've uh, listened to the Power Cycle quite a bit. Just, man, to, just to say something before you continue. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Before you, I'm assuming they didn't stay till the end. I'm, uh, I'm assuming only Mike know. listens to our podcast. I think Mike no, is no. the only one who does listen. Yeah, Mike's the only one who listens to our podcast. And I'm assuming on our last episode, he didn't wait till after the credits. Now, there's probably a lot of people who don't wait until you know after the the music at the end there. But on our last two episodes, we, we kind of leave a little. You call I, it you know an what? Easter egg or whatever it is. I don't know how many people know that that's there, though. 
people don't but i was just funny because i'm i was just like i heard their podcast and i'm like mike probably didn't wait till the end yeah. of the music so there's a little surprise there for you mike if you are listening to this from power cycle you know maybe take a listen to the last episode wait till the music's over and you know maybe you'll hear something yeah but go ahead tell me uh, what you were you were gonna say so I was, I was telling you recently so i've been i've been trying to catch up there was an episode where they were talking a lot about apple and uh I find I'm so, I'm so triggered when they talk about Apple. So because you're an uh, Apple fan. Because I am, I'm very much so an Apple fan. Very big Apple fan. And like I find myself talking out loud immediately. Like, you know, it's 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 very um, it's very true that at some point I think there should be some sort of crossover between our shows because like. Because uh, you've got to defend Apple. I have to. <laughs> I have to. And you know me though. Like I don't. Like I don't. I try to be as realistic about it as possible. And again, like when Apple does something that's dumb, I'm totally down to say they've done something dumb, right? But like, man, there's there's a couple of things they're saying there that I was just like. So what do you do? You remember exactly what triggered you the most? What maybe pissed you off the most? Um. More about I think the the parts that were were messing with me was like their their thoughts around Apple ditching Intel and potentially making their own chips and and uh, you know uh, I think Mike was saying like if, if they do this and it doesn't work out or, you know I'm gonna play it by ear and I might have to you know go back to PC one day you know and uh, and I was like you know what like you guys are missing the bigger overarching point here though is that. Apple has been making chips for years now. They just are not in their MacBooks. They're in their phones, right? And they right. Like, well, they that's know how that's to make I guess chips. what it is. They know how to make chips. They know how to make graphics. Like they were for me, it was like you guys are missing the biggest point. Is that Apple has been doing this for years? The only thing they've been doing though is that it powers their phones and not their laptops, right? So. And and this new Intel AMD chip is nothing to to gawk at. Like, don't get me wrong, it seems like it's a very powerful chip, but like, it, it doesn't seem if it doesn't make sense for Apple, Apple will move on, and it's only a matter of time, uh, you know, whether they decide to go in that direction or not. So, but well, I want to kind of cut you off when it comes to that, just because. We talked about a lot about this on our last episode, so I really don't want to go into it. No, again. no, I was I wasn't going into it further. I was <laughs> no, I don't want say. you to get all I don't want you to get all fanboy yeah, he, he, on me guys, right he now. Knows, like, he knows. He knows. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I don't want you. It's no, coming no, out. You get <laughs> You're releasing the please Apple Hulk. Yeah, the Apple Hulk, <laughs> Hulk is like coming out. But yeah, I get a bit triggered when they they start talking about Apple and you know. You know what? Uh, I did listen to it, and I I was I was listening to them talking about chat, which is the new. <clears throat> Let's say up update or upgrade to SMS. I haven't gotten to this episode uh, you're talking about, but yeah, go for it. So uh, I gotta say, I'm I'm super excited about that. I just gotta say that again. Now that I it's really like registered with me, and I've looked into it a little bit more, and and I do read that a lot of people are saying it's like you know the one thing that's gonna destroy iMessage, and it's like uh, I don't think so. It's not. Like <laughs> no, but. It's the one awesome thing that has been, you know, it's nothing new. It's been there. It should have been out already. Yeah. But I'm so excited about all these new features, like high quality photos and videos and all the things we should have. And like, this is an overdue update or upgrade or whatever you want to call it. So I'm super excited about it. More that I think about it. I'm just like, yes, all the features, like when I send someone a picture of a photo or whatever, and it's always like downgraded because it's using sms or mms whatever right yeah because it's, it's like now like a size limit that they can send right right like, so I, i'm hoping you know like i know there's a lot of carriers on board and this is going to be like an update on their end or like them switching over to this protocol i can't wait for this to happen i just want to say that so I, I did hear times, them talk yeah. about them in the last episode and i was excited about that yeah, you definitely got to catch up, man. They're they're awesome. That's an awesome podcast. Yeah, I just have so many podcasts to listen to to catch up on. Like, I have I'm pulling out my podcast app right now. I have literally 26 episodes, which is about 26 hours of content to listen to, and the wow. the their latest couple of episodes, so 48 
uh, and 49 are in my queue around 10 podcasts away to listen to. Oh, I've listened to all of them. So, That's why, like, when you were talking about that, I was like, I don't remember that being in the last episode. So you're like, no, way no, it was, it was in one of the episodes where they said that we were the sister podcast. It was that episode. Oh yeah, you're you're they you're talking about the vape and all that stuff, and then they started talking about like Apple and so on. So right. I think it was called Tornado Insurance, um, which I gotta commend them. They have some really interesting names that they <laughs> named each episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I get a bit triggered when I listen to this. So speaking of Apple, though, uh, a while back, I forget when it was, but they said that they were going to bring iTunes to the Windows Store, and they actually finally We're did talking that. like uh, 2017 this was supposed to happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, they yeah, didn't like, give a date. They announced No, I think Microsoft bring... gave a date. Microsoft I gave a date? I think Microsoft gave a date. I think okay. it was 2017. The date came. It went. It never happened. Okay. And uh, now it's Apple officially... Because Apple did talk about it, but they... Uh, I'm pretty sure Apple at one of their conferences did talk about it, but they didn't give a date on when it was supposed to happen. So so to kind of go into that, um, yeah. so iTunes is officially now on the Windows Store. Yeah, I deleted so, my, my original installation, and now I'm using the Windows Store version. Okay. So to explain to a lot of people why that matters is um, basically there are certain versions of Windows, which um, before now used to be called Windows S. Windows S came out and basically that's like um, it's like supposed to be a super secure version of Windows and work on uh, limited limiting you from adding your own apps. Only anything that's on the uh, Windows the store. store can yeah. be added to that that Windows version. OK, that used to be a version on its own. Now it's called Windows S mode and you can switch from regular Windows 10 to Windows 10 S mode, which makes sense because it's free. Yeah. Unlike having to pay, I think it was like a $50 difference to go into a regular Windows, which was just dumb. It was them I, like I think the paid off. stuff is still there. No, it's 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 a mode from what I understand now. It's no, just no, switching I think when back you buy the laptop, the laptop oh, is, you still an, have to is upgrade, an S mode, right. but you still have to upgrade out, out of the S mode. Okay. So yes, the laptop... So they're saying the reason they do S mode uh, also is like in schools, you don't yeah. want kids like adding their own applications or anything. Here's the bad thing. Uh, if you did buy an S mode for yourself, number one, you couldn't get iTunes. So now you can get iTunes. That's awesome, right? Like listen to your music or whatever you want to do. But if you do still have an S mode and it's locked in, it's not something that you can switch unless you upgrade. You're stuck with not having something like Steam and uh, all these other applications that are not on the on the store because they're competitors. So Apple, I mean, Windows probably won't allow them to make an app. So it, it it's awesome that iTunes is on there now because now if you do have um, a laptop or whatever that's in S mode, you can get your iTunes library on there, movies, whatever you want. So I think that's, that's the important thing. It's like, because initially when I heard about this, I was like, why do I care? Right? Why do I yeah. care that it's on the Windows store? This is why people care. There is... Uh, uh, an S mode version of Windows. So S mode, sorry, is the mind mode you, can you mind back you? And I forth, think but. like Microsoft is too late. If this is if the reason for this was something like schools, I think Microsoft is too late because Chromebooks and and uh, iPads kind of dominate that space, in my opinion. Um, well, I'm saying the S mode is kind of what they've they've yeah, given a yeah. reason for being I, in schools, Yeah, no, right? I get that. What I'm saying is that like if if the intent with S mode or or Windows S when Microsoft put it out was for the purpose of getting more like schools and stuff like that to invest in Microsoft products, I think they're a bit way far behind. Like this is like it's a great like uh, feature now that S mode is going to be. So S mode officially as a mode is going to come in 2019. Uh, but right now the version of Windows is called Windows S. And yes, you can upgrade to Windows Home or Windows Pro or whatever. Um, but yeah, that's the current situation. I was saying like, yeah, going back to what I was saying a bit earlier there is that Chromebooks and iPads dominate the like the education market. And so I kind of don't know what this mode is for. Like, I, I don't see any use in this. I think it's supposed to be more of a, like, secure mode. I don't even know what S stands for, if it does stand for security. 
Yeah. Um, but it's kind of like there's, I, I, that's the way I'm seeing it. You're not allowed to put any like third party applications that haven't been recognized by the Windows Store as being safe. Um, so they're making it more secure. So I'm assuming that's what it's for. I, I don't. I haven't really looked into it too much because for me personally, I, I could care less. I'll never be using S mode. And like you said, if you do want something like that, you probably are buying, you know, a MacBook or a Chromebook to use like educational wise in school. Yeah. So they are kind of late to the game if that's what their idea is. Yeah. Like but even, then again, even I wouldn't like be able original to tell you. intent, like I couldn't tell you, but like, I, I don't, I don't know what their reasoning for like, cause the S cause windows S came out alongside that. Their their dedicated laptop, so they have one of their. I think it's, I think it's also to make it like the bare minimal, um, if that makes any sense. I like guess so. Bare minimal I guess system like to run cost on. Cost there, so like right. you can get a laptop for cheaper because you don't have to put full Windows on it. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, and and probably like saving space, making it more efficient, faster. All these different things, but I, I think one of the things I read up on was it is it, it like a bare minimal Windows. Yeah, yeah. But the funny the thing is, like the like processors all the apps had to come through the App Store. So the funniest thing is, like the processors these bare minimal systems are working on are like eighty six and sixty four bit, which can run all your applications. Yeah. So like they have the power to do it, so it still kind of doesn't make sense. But yeah, who knows. I was yeah, reading a knows? bit about the S mode and they were saying that it would give the opportunity for PC manufacturers to put out versions, even more versions of their products, um, I guess, to help with cost savings. So you could buy the same laptop, but with only Windows S for slightly cheaper, right? Uh, so I well, see, I see a lot the value of people, there. A lot of people were upset about S mode because, let's be honest... Uh, in the last few years, the Windows Store is pretty much garbage. There was a lot of garbage apps on there where you'd have to pay like five ninety nine to scroll through nothing, but you bought it because you thought it was something. So, um, but I think they've garbage. become a little I mean, bit better. I it's don't... still garbage compared to every other app store out there. But I mean, they have progressed a little I, bit, I, and they the are thing, trying. The thing but... I think why it's the most garbage is because it doesn't have a lot of actual desktop apps. You no, know, it doesn't. It has, in my opinion, and again, I don't use it very often, but it seems like a lot of the apps that are in this store are meant for phones. And we all know that Microsoft has kind of killed Windows Phone at this point. Oh, so. they've killed Windows Phones. So then, like, if you're trying to do the equivalent of the Mac App Store, then you should be enforcing anybody who puts apps on this thing to be putting on desktop-grade apps and not mobile apps, you know. Cause like, yeah, but trust me, I don't want to use a mobile app on my, on my desktop. That sucks. But that would make sense. So they wouldn't do that. <laughs> Good old Microsoft <laughs> doesn't know what to do anymore. You know what though? Nope. Microsoft has come a long way. I will say like them introducing hardware is like a huge thing. They've done a pretty good job. A lot of, I've heard mixed reviews with, with their surface products either you know they're really good or a lot of people a lot of people i know say they've had major issues with them i'm not saying that they're bad products um i do think they started a genre of product that didn't exist before with the surface tablets that are these like actual convertible laptop slash tablets um and mike and and apple is doing their best to combat this market with the ipad pro which i myself own um and I think uh, I think it's a good healthy competition between the two. Uh, I don't. I think... definitely myself have always wanted to try a Pro, uh, Surface Pro. Yeah, I've uh, always, and I've talked to you about this in the past. I've always wanted to try them out. I think they look really awesome. They They're do. just like expensive. They you are. know, that's that's just what it is. It's really pricey, uh, but maybe it's worth it. I don't know. But but I like, just but like don't Apple, have a I feel like it. like Apple's MacBooks, the the Surface products are meant to be premium. You know, they're meant to be premium PC products. They're not meant to be like, except for that one laptop, which I think is actually supposed to be an affordable product. Most of their Surface books have high-end specs 
You know, they're like they're they're pretty beefy laptops. Yeah, slash like eight gigs of RAM, and you right? know, like they're not they're not you don't mess around with these these things, right? Like, um, yeah, they're using like high end Intel i sevens, i fives, and all that stuff. So, like they're they're pretty no one hundred percent pretty beefy. See, I've always wanted to buy one, thinking of making it you know my personal PC, and then like we do this podcast, I use my laptop inside of my spare room. Yeah. And basically, you know, I'd love to just pick up my computer and bring it over here, but I do gaming. So there's no point of me, you know, gaming, having to have a totally different PC than buying a super expensive, you know, Surface Pro just for like my side things. Right. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. If you're using it as your main PC and you're using it for school and you're using it for business and all these different things and like this is your main PC. Why not? You don't have to buy a laptop and a PC. You have yeah. them both in one, right? Exactly. But if you're like someone who's doing, you know, hardcore gaming or just like gaming in general, probably you wouldn't buy Surface Pro, at least not as like a laptop. Yeah. And Microsoft, I think, pitches them more as, you know, a productivity machine and not, you know, a gaming laptop. You know, if you want a gaming right. laptop, like there are the Razors and the Origins of the world who will make that for you. All right, that's going to be part one for this episode. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. You can find us on all your major podcasting networks, including uh, iTunes, Google, Stitcher, Pocket Cast. We just joined TuneIn. I'm starting to update our YouTube page. You can find us at youtube.com and just search Pixel Refresh. We don't have a vanity URL right now. Our music is done by Ryan Little. You can find him at soundcloud.com slash Ryan Little. Uh, shout outs to him for the awesome music and uh yeah i guess that's gonna be the it for this so uh we'll see you guys next week